Oh, yeah. TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and this is episode seven of season two of the Corona Cup. Hope you are having a fabulous day here in what will be end of February. Uh, we're almost at a year since uh, COVID kind of hit and the world sort of pressed the pause button depending on where you live they've either unpaused or repaused or double paused or uh, some sort of weird amalgamation of them Uh, so it's been about a year since we've been doing the corona cup kind of crazy how the time has gone today's agenda page 13 and 14 of round one we're approaching the halfway point So I'm grateful to have you along with me. Uh, We've got a great hot tag coming in once again from Jeremy doing an amazing job talking about uh, one of the great what if tag teams of the, I'm going to assume 80s. I'm going to say 80s Uh, shows what I know. So uh, I have nothing else to say. Let's begin our first matchup. Uh, Number one seed, remember the number one, number two, and number 16 seeds have already been determined. Everything else will be random. Um, Our number one seed on this page are the Usos. Now, it was difficult to determine which version of the Usos uh, to have as the number one version. Actually, that's a lie. It really wasn't. Uh, The Uso Penitentiary, to me, is the best version of those characters. The Babyface, Samoans with their... Dancing And again, a lot of that is in my lost years. Uh, This heel turn was such a departure for them that I, of course, fell instantly in love with it. And they are taking on and will defeat the team of Jesse and Festus. Uh, Interestingly enough, I don't know if I made this connection uh, when I first did this bracket. I don't remember if I mentioned it in the would have been one of our prologues. Uh, The number two team on this, spoilers, spoilers, Gallows and Anderson, uh, Festus of Jesse and Festus, is Luke Gallows. So kind of funny how that works out. So uh, they're not going to wind up coming uh, across each other, I don't think, because Jesse and Festus lost here in round one. But fun that they were on the same page. I always enjoy when that happens. Happens more often than you think. Let's turn now to the random teams. Our first one, I randomized the sheet a bunch of times so that I have no idea. The benefit of wearing glasses, friends, is that if I lower them and look over them, like the librarian shushing you for talking during 
you know, Gone with the Wind or whatever crap movie they made you watch in middle school. Not the Gone. Well, I actually didn't like Gone with the Wind. Regardless, uh, I can't see. Um, I can count the thick black lines that qualify because uh, I've hidden the cells. So put a black bar over them. Looks a bit like they are redacted uh, in some sort of government document. But um, I honestly don't know who any of the teams are. So our first up, we have Demolition. Now, this is not uh, the most popular Demolition, and I know that because they were on page nine. They've already advanced. And if we remember, they beat the Shining Stars, and they will be taking on Chris Candido and Lance Storm in round two in what should be a fantastic matchup. This is the team of Smash and Crush. Uh, Demolition Axe was battling uh, pretty severe injuries, but they wanted to help Barry Darso, so they brought in Crush. So this is Smash and Crush, and they are taking on the team of Angelico and Jack Evans. I am getting annoyed, so many of you may know um, that I have done this entire bracket in purple pen. I don't know if I've told the story of the purple pen uh, before. It, there's really no reason to tell it other than I want to at the moment. Um, we were at a, uh, a professional development, a teacher training um, in our school. And they had, were giving away a, a random assortment of stuff. If you filled out a survey or if you were on time, I don't remember exactly what it was. And one of the prizes was a box of purple ink pens from a local insurance company. And I won the purple pens. And I thought that was very cool. And so since then, um, when I'm writing in school and now I've brought them home, uh, I use purple pens. There's no real reason why other than purple ink is rare I like being slightly different so I use purple pens but I obviously have enough purple pens that there are slight differences in the color there's more of a uh, plum and then this purple that I'm using now is almost a blue and it is slightly irking me now I don't know if what happens is maybe over time does no I don't know if over time the purple kind of mellows out no, I have different versions of purple throughout this. Um, I don't like that. It's not a big deal, but I'm just saying for the record, I don't like it. Uh, it doesn't make this notebook that I'm trying to put all of the uh, brackets in. Uh, it, it makes it look messy. It makes it look sloppy. I'm not going to redo it, but I don't like it. And I just thought you should know. Uh, in the matchup of Demolition versus Angelico and Jack Evans, Demolition, Smash and Crush, I believe, were tag champions. At one point, they kind of freebirded rule that title with Smash and Crush doing the majority of the wrestling, but you never knew because they all came out with their weird BDSM-style masks. Um, having said that, I think I'm going to give this to Angelico and Evans. I like them in Lucha Underground. Um, I think they're in AEW. Kind of hard to tell who's in AEW these days. Uh, but I'm a fan of that team. So I'm going to give them the win. They'll take on the Usos. And Jesse and Festus will take on uh, Smash and Crush's version 
of demolition. Next up. Oh, Mr. Bagwell appears again. Uh, in our last episode, which, fun fact, I recorded yesterday. It's the day after Valentine's Day. NXT TakeOver was last night. Heard it was a good show. Just watched New Year's Evil this afternoon. Um, we had <clears throat> Vicious and Delicious and the American Males, American Males, American Males, American Males. This is Stars and Stripes. This was very young Marcus Bagwell teaming with the Patriot. My first exposure um, to Marcus Bagwell was as part of the Stars and Stripes team taking on. <laughs> well, this is fun. Uh, you want to talk about your Stars and Stripes patriotic team. Um, they were in the main event of WrestleMania 1. We have Hulk Hogan and Mr. T taking on Stars and Stripes. That's an entertaining matchup because, uh, you know, Hogan and Mr. T the baby faces to end all baby faces in WWF WrestleMania kicking off the WrestleMania era. Uh, I do think you got to give the win to Hogan and Mr. T there. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, even though they only teamed a handful of times, you know, WrestleMania doesn't happen without those two. So I don't feel bad for Mr. Bagwell. He's advanced on a couple of different occasions. He'll be all over this tournament because he was a tag team specialist, um, but I'm giving that win to Hogan and Mr. T. Did I write Stars and Stripes on the back? I did. Next up. Oh, the Varsity Club. Now, I believe, have we talked about the Varsity Club already? I don't mean to just spend the entire time skimming pages. They wouldn't have been a number one seed, I don't think. But I thought they were number two. So I will vamp for a bit while I flip ahead. I could be wrong. They might not have made it. Vamping. We're vamping. You can skip ahead if you want. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, where am I? 24? Oh my goodness. So many pages. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know if they uh, are a number one or number two seed or not. This is the, the Varsity Club had different versions. Um, this is Kevin Sullivan, Coach Sullivan, and Dr. Death Steve Williams. So I never quite understood why you went from the demonic Kevin Sullivan all of a sudden to now coach Kevin Sullivan. No one's really explained that to me, but as an amateur wrestler, I thought this gimmick was awesome. I really wanted uh, Chad Gable to do something like this um, in NXT when he first started. I'd love to see him do something like that now. You know, him and Otis, this Alpha Academy or whatever, thought we might get something like this, but doesn't seem to be the case uh the varsity club is taking on oh we've got some hosses here keith lee and shane taylor uh i don't know much about shane taylor's work within the last three or four months i saw a match of these two on uh, a ring of honor tv if you have fight tv you can watch ring of honor for free and i uh highly encourage you to do so um you know, fun, both big guy teams. Keith Lee, obviously, the more athletic. Shane Taylor, the bigger of the two, um, but still decent wrestler. Uh, that would be fun, watching Keith Lee and Dr. Death kind of hook up. Uh, I, I don't think it's a, it's a big shock to say that the Varsity Club would probably win that match. So they beat the team of Keith Lee and Shane Taylor and advanced to the second round. 
who do we have next? Oh, you know, these guys, had I kept going with the rankings, these guys would have been a four, maybe five, maybe six seed. Men on a mission. You got Mabel. You got Mo. You got Oscar. Um, I am a Caucasian male who grew up in a town full of Caucasian people. Uh, I grew up in a very rural town, farm country, uh, Revolutionary War history. The, I, I know of one family that I remember, the Reeds, uh, that were African-American. I don't know if there was another. Honestly, there might not have been. Um, so I'm not kidding when I say that my first exposure to African-American culture was in things like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Men on a Mission. It's probably both around the same time. That was the first I had ever seen of it because I grew up living, like I said, in a Caucasian town surrounded by other Caucasian towns. Um, so that was sort of the first exposure I had. I thought Men on a Mission was great. I thought the Mohawks were cool. I thought the purple and gold outfit was cool. Oscar wrapped on the way to the ring. I'm a big fan of Man on a Mission. Uh, taking on, oh, Cesaro and Jack Swagger, the real Americans. Now, this is a fun matchup there. You've got Man on a Mission with Oscar. You've got Zeb Coulter. There's obviously going to be some racial tension there in terms of what Zeb Coulter's saying or not saying, but alluding to. Cesaro's going to be putting Mabel in the giant swing, probably. I bet he could pull that off. Uh, that's fun. I didn't watch a lot of uh, the Real Americans tag team, which I thought was kind of funny. I don't know if they were called the Real Americans since Cesaro Swiss. But of all of Cesaro's tag teams, this is probably my least favorite. So I'm giving the win to Men on a Mission because I did like them. Uh, but again, that would be a fun program to watch. Uh you know, to watch Zeb Coulter, who was a great talker, sort of toe the line between what you're allowed to say and what you're not. Uh, next up, the head hunters, not the head shrinkers. Let's make sure we have um, this distinction. This is not the head shrinkers. This is not the Samoan SWAT team. Um, this is the head hunters, two big, bald guys um, from. A place that I don't know. I could look it up, I suppose. That's probably what I should be. Things like that I should be looking up. Headhunters, pro wrestling. Uh, American twin brother. Well, okay. American. Manuel and Victor, Victor Santiago. Um, yep, yep, yep. Okay. So they were from Puerto Rico. Why did I think they were supposed to be from either way? Regardless, um, I thought it was funny because they did not have a name. When I saw them, they I think they appeared in the WWF at one point. They may have been in uh, the Royal Rumble. Um, it was Headhunter A and Headhunter B, and I thought that was hilarious as a kid that they didn't even have names. It's like Ding Dong 1 and Ding Dong 2. Uh, they went to ECW when they were Mafat and Mahim. I'm obviously looking at Wikipedia. I'm not that smart to have remembered that. Uh, but they were good. You know what? For two big guys that didn't look like athletes, 
they could move. They could moonsault. They could fly a little bit. They could brawl. They were an entertaining tag team. They were like little mini Abdullah the Butchers, except I don't think Abdullah ever did a moonsault, though I bet he would have if he could have. Uh, so the Headhunters were fun. They are taking on Kayentai. Now, again, we need to distinguish which Kayentai we're talking about. This is Dick Togo and Men's Teo. Now, that I would not have had to look up. I do know Kayentai. Um, this is the heel Kayentai that appeared to target Taka before Taka wound up joining them later on. Um, I like them. You know, and the fact that Dick Togo, I'm pretty sure, is part of New Japan right now. Right? That's, I'm not crazy. He showed up. 20-something years later, 25-something years later after showing up in probably, what, 97, 98 um, as part of Kai and Tai in the WWF. I thought Men's Teo was great. He had some moves, again, kind of almost in a Phil LaFon sort of way, moves you didn't quite see at that time, or at least I hadn't, the Japanese style. This is a tough one. This is the toughest matchup so far on this page because... Technically, I liked Kai and Tai more, but the Headhunters were really good. And from a booking standpoint, I don't know how you give Kai and Tai the win. But if I had to, I've seen maybe two or three Headhunters tag team matches. I watched plenty of Kai and Tai. So I suppose by that score, I will give the victory to Kai and Tai. The Headhunters will take on. Uh, Cesaro and Swagger in the Constellations. Uh, next up is we have this team I alluded to earlier. Uh, one of the great what ifs uh, is coming up next, which means I don't have enough to say about this. I can't be trusted with a team from this era that was this good. So I'm reaching out my hand. Let's do it, Jeremy. It's the hot tag. Gilbert and Tommy Rich united at the Continental Wrestling Federation and were branded the new Fabulous Ones. They quickly got over as a strong babyface tag team and won the AWA Southern Tag Titles, but they had impossible shoes to fill. Trying to follow Stan Lane and Steve Kern was no easy feat. The team eventually split with each gaining success single stars. Despite no longer being a team, the duo won the IWFA Tag Team of the Year Award. The humble Gilbert came out to accept the award on TV despite the team being defunct. But Gilbert's tone quickly changed as he began trashing Rich, the holder of the International Heavyweight Championship. Rich emerged from backstage and began brawl with Gilbert that became one of the bloodiest studio brawls in wrestling history. Gilbert and Rich were a case of two incredible single stars who were given the wrong tag team gimmick at the wrong time in the wrong territory. Who knows what could have been. Thank you, Jeremy, for that fantastic hot tag. Now, here's the problem, friends. Jeremy ended by saying, who knows what could have been. Is this a tournament in which I am judging based on potential? 
if that's the case, shouldn't Fire and Ice or Vicious and Delicious or any other team that didn't quite have the run, Techno Team 2000? Okay, I'm kidding about the last one. Uh, shouldn't those teams have more success? So, you know, I we don't know who they're facing, but I, I love Jeremy. Can't tell... Yeah, that he really sold me on this. So this might be the first time that a hot tag, I think, doesn't win. We'll see. Who are they taking on? They're taking on. Okay, never mind. Forget I said anything. Uh, they are taking on the job squad, the team of Bob Holly and Scorpio. Again, another team, both talented. You know, there's potential there, and that match would be really good. Eddie Gilbert, Scorpio, Bob Holly, Tommy Rich. But, of course, Gilbert and Rich are going to win that one. So, Job Squad will uh, move on. All right. Clearly, everybody is safe. Uh, that means there's one final team here that will take on Gallows and Anderson. We already mentioned that they were coming up, and it is The Kingdom, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. You know, I've heard that that team was really good, and they were they were kind of the dominant force in Ring of Honor for a brief period there. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, this is not the WWE version. This is the Bullet Club version. So this would be Doc Gallows and Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Um, so I got to give it to them. Again, this is not, I want to preface that, this is not, uh, the Gallows and Anderson that made it to WWE and didn't do a whole lot. Uh, but I think they beat the kingdom. But again, probably a very fun match. All right, we've reached the halfway point here. Let's see what we've got. Round two matchups. Here we go. Usos versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Probably a fabulous match. Hogan and Mr. T versus the Varsity Club. Entertaining. Uh, Men on a Mission versus Kai and Ty. There's your, for many people, it'd be a bathroom break, but there's your Russell Silly match of this page. And then Eddie Gilbert and Tommy Rich versus Gallows and Anderson. Fantastic all the way around. I'm counting something quickly because I think I may have made a minor mistake. Nothing major. Minor mistake. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I have one fewer team than I need for this. So we have to do another page, obviously. Um, and I only had 12 teams because usually the hot tag comes on the second page. Today, to, to change it up, I put it on the first page. So let me look over my glasses here because now I want to re-randomize this range here because I'm weird. All right. So now we have the proper number of teams. Uh, now it's been... Randomized, so I not that I knew where they were standing before, but now they're even more mixed up with that 13th team added. Uh, but that doesn't matter for this first matchup. The number one seed, Money Incorporated versus Kevin Sullivan's second appearance of the day. This one, not going to work out as well because he is teaming up with his brother, Evad Sullivan. Possibly one of the first times that I watched a team of brothers and was shocked to learn they weren't brothers. Um, you know, the fourth wall was broken a bit. I was buying into the kayfabe that Evad Sullivan was Kevin's brother. Uh, I enjoyed 
the team okay. I thought Evad was kind of funny, which she didn't like Hulk Hogan so much. Um, but clearly Money Inc.'s going to get the win. Money Inc. was great. Right in my wheelhouse in terms of time. Um, weren't a team for a ton of time, but they were uh, amazing. And I will, I will take no Money Inc. slander on this podcast or on my timeline. Let me just tell you that right now. Uh, back to the randomness. We have Crime Time. Crime Time, Shad, Dearly Departed Shad, and JTG versus X-Factor. Well, that's entertaining. Uh, so, yes, Crime Time, X-Factor, X-Pac, and Just Incredible. Probably a very good match. Uh, Shad's the powerhouse, you know, so the heels are going to try to keep JTG isolated. Uh, I'm giving the win to Crime Time. I will admit part of that is because that's a better story uh, them against Money Inc. There's some entertaining promos and little vignettes and things that could happen with that. Also, part of it, I'm just gut reaction. I really don't like X Pac. I've watched more of him. He obviously is very good. I have a more of an appreciation for him, but I just don't like him. And I'm not wild about Just Incredible either, to be honest. So, Crime Time wins. Next up. The Dirty Blondes. Now, I believe the Dirty Blondes are the team that I was watching in uh, Major League Wrestling. I don't know either of their names, but let me just make sure that I have that right. I'm not thinking of some other team. Dirty Blondes, MLW. Yep, there they are. Leo Bryan and Michael Patrick. I've watched half a dozen of their matches. I've heard the announcers say their names. I didn't remember. One of them kind of reminded me a bit of Otis. One of them looks like Guy Fieri, so I suppose Zicky Dice would be the comparison there. Or as we talked about in the Bestie Chat, Dude Fierro. If you're not in the Bestie Chat, and I know most people listening to this show are in the Bestie Chat. I'm playing to my audience here. But if you listen to this show and you're not in the Bestie Chat, you're missing out on a great community, and some really entertaining conversations. Start sending us emails. Get involved in the Bestie Chat. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, yes, the Dirty Blondes taking on Booker T and Goldust. What a great team. And what an easy victory over the Dirty Blondes, who don't do a darn thing for me. Booker T and Goldust, I'm not sure if I can remember a match of theirs, but the promo work they did as a tag team beautiful beautiful stuff just i can't wait for that era in my quest i got to get back into my quest so i can get to that era because booker t and gold dust fantastic british ambition uh this is nxt before my time this is neville and oliver gray who i don't know i don't know think i've ever seen an oliver gray match but i do know neville not Pac, not superhero neville Early Neville. So I suppose he was previously Pac, but not the new Pac. Um, yeah, I heard they were good. But again, not a lot that I can know of them or that I do know of them. And they're taking on Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Again, very good team. You know, didn't quite get whether they were Edgeheads or this current version or the current version that 
had just happened before they both got released. Um, very entertaining. You know, I thought they could have, you know, done a little bit more. Um, I'm giving it to them because, again, I, I don't know uh, British ambition. I should, but I don't. Am I right? Did I forget? Oh, I forgot to write the Dirty Blondes. I always wind up about halfway through, forget to do the back page, which is going to come back to bite me at some point if I try to do it fast and mess up. Now I think this pen's running out of ink. Luckily, there's another one, but I'll do the thing that everyone does where you shake it in hopes that that's going to magically do something. Uh, the Thrill Seekers. Oh, I'm on the wrong page. Got to focus. Oh, The Thrill Seekers. Uh, if you're not familiar with The Thrill Seekers... Uh, you're probably wrong because you know who both of these guys are. Smoky Mountain Wrestling, 94-95. Chris Jericho, Lance Storm. Lance Storm, full rat tail. Ridiculous vignettes. Ridiculous promos. But just two all-time greats. And yes, despite how I feel about Chris Jericho now, there is no denying he is an all-time great. Um, yeah, fun stuff. If you haven't watched some of the Thrill Seekers, do yourself a favor and watch it. It's entertaining. They're taking on Rapungi 3K. Oh, what a match that would be. Because this is Sho and Yo from New Japan. Rapungi 3K, junior heavyweight, multiple-time tag team champions, I think. Uh, and the Thrill Seekers. What a fantastic matchup that would be. This might be. Let me look back. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of maybe the Kingdom versus Gallows and Anderson, this is probably going to be, if these 16 matches happened on one night, which would be rough to watch that many tag matches, this would be the match of the night right there. Match of the page, at least, for now, for sure. Great match. I got to go with the Thrill Seekers. I remember reading about them uh, in PWI, and you know, to see that they both became... Uh, fantastic. All right, this pen's not going to make it. It's not going to survive in the... Oh, I missed the trash. Oh, well. Uh, replacing it with another purple pen. Right. Oh, this is the one with... This ink is better. This is the plum ink. The other one was more of the blue. I'm sure you needed to know that. We've got, what, five more? Five more? All right, let's keep it going. Team Hell No. You know... Team Hell No probably could have been a number two seed. Um, you know, should Team Hell No have been over the Eliminators, which I just flipped and saw? Maybe. You probably make the case for that. Uh, fantastic team. I missed it. But, you know, despite the fact that they, didn't, they keep coming back together, they had a moment even in this uh, Royal Rumble. So Team Hell No probably deserved better, but maybe they'll be able to make it through. And their opponents are the C&C Wrestle Factory. Now this, I don't even need to look. This is Cedric Alexander and Caprice Coleman in Ring of Honor. Both great wrestlers. Decent team from what I recall. Uh, but they're not Team Hell No. So Team Hell No advances, setting up a fantastic... Uh, second round matchup. If you've been paying attention, you know what it is. We'll talk about it later. What's next? Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, ECW Originals. They've teamed multiple times in multiple different 
uh, promotions kind of in those ECW reunion shows. I'm more thinking of them in ECW mid to late 90s. I want to say they were taking on the Impact players, Lance Storm and Justin Credible, both also on this page. Uh, decent team. Not a huge fan of either one of them, truthfully, in terms of in-ring work, but good team. Taking on, oh my goodness, can I do this? Am I allowed to do this? Yeah, I'm allowed to do this. They're taking on Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson appearing twice in the same... Uh, episode sorry i almost said same page but that would be wrong i'm not allowed to do that uh gallows and anderson number two seed on page 13 in here against sandman and dreamer but this is the wwe version which was no good i'm just gonna gut call bleh. i'm just gonna say it right there with the exception of the stuff they did with aj styles and the beat up john cena most of what gallows and anderson did in the wwe was no good so i am giving the win to the sandman and Tommy Dreamer, you can argue with me if you want, at the DC Matthews. No one's argued with me yet. Probably means no one's listening. Our final matchup. This team will be taking on the Sheep Herders. Not the Bushwhackers, the Sheep Herders. And it is, please be the Bushwhackers, that would be so funny. The Beverly Brothers. Oh. Oh, this is rough. I love the Beverly Brothers. Bo and Blake. Again, not brothers. Uh, fantastic finisher. Uh, just ridiculous gimmick. Um, but the Sheep Herders, Luke Williams and Butch Miller, I want to say. Before they were the Bushwhackers, before they were the loving, silly, head-licking Bushwhackers, these guys were vicious and brutal and bloody and scared the heck out of a whole bunch of people. Uh, and I got to give them the win. If only, this is not why I'm making this decision, but if only because the Sheep Herders in their heyday uh, versus Sandman and Tommy Dreamer is an ECW dream match. That match is going to set all, the building might get set on fire. That's going to be so ridiculously hardcore extreme. So, Beverly Brothers, they get Gallows and Anderson in the second round. They'll still do well. Uh Let's go over the round two matchups on page 14. Money Inc. versus Crime Time. Great promos, great vignettes, setting that up. Booker T. and Goldust versus Hawkins and Ryder. Good match. Quality guys, all four of them. The Thrill Seekers versus Team Hell No. Now that's fun. These two young future Hall of Famers. I think Lance Storm is a Hall of Famer. I'm just going to come right out and say it. Versus Team Hell No, which might become a Hall of Fame tag team just on its own, plus the two of them being individually inducted. And then you've got that ECW bloodbath we were just talking about, Sandman and Dreamer versus the Sheep Herders. Wow. Great matches. Uh, once again, ending on a good note. What a great way to end this. We're 14 pages in, friends. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do the constellations i probably don't have to think about that quite yet but it's it's worth thinking about because you know and i'm thinking about it because of the beverly brothers uh if i go with what i originally planned which is if you lose in round one you are guaranteed to be in the bottom half of these brackets um should i do that 
should I allow should I give the Beverly Brothers a chance? If they can beat Gallows and Anderson, they go on to face either Rapungi 3K or CNC Wrestle Factory. Or and actually no, they'd go on to beat whoever loses the next one of the matches on the next the first page. This is where it gets confusing. I'm gonna have to do some serious thoughts on this. The easy thing for me to do would be to just let it be. And yes, they're in the bottom half. And that's it. End of discussion. I'm not sure I'm willing to do that. I'm going to have to think about it. Luckily, I got 18 pages, which means nine more episodes to figure it out. And you'll be there with me pretty much every step of the way. Thank you for joining me on this fun-filled episode of By the Book. Corona Cup continues undeterred as we head into almost the one-year anniversary of this show. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me. Until we meet again, my... Nope, that's the other show. (laughs) That's the other podcast. Wow. Not really paying attention. And you know why? I'll be honest. You know why? I really got to go to the bathroom. So I'm trying to wrap this show up. And because I'm distracted, because I really got to use the bathroom, uh, it's difficult. It is. This chapter is closed. I'm going to go relieve myself. I'm sure you needed to know that. We'll see you the next time we go. Buy the book. Where's my mouse? There it is. Okay, bye.